0: Our friend Carrie Peck, the elder law attorney here in Illinois, in Chicago, in the United States of America, is in our studio answering your questions. I say all of that, Carrie, because I, I'm sincere when either when doing an advertisement for you or just talking about you to friends, I say, I think we're lucky to have you in our city and in our state. You have made it your life's work to understand, protect, and advocate the rights and assets of seniors. And... I suppose there are other people in the world that do that, but none seem to be as accomplished or dialed in as you are.
1: John, thank you very much. I appreciate your kind words, and uh, we are devoted to protecting older adults to the best of our ability. Ready to dive into some
0: questions? Ready to roll. Hey, John Williams, ask Carrie Peck about doing your own will, which is legal in Illinois. Is it a good idea of asset distributions or minimal? We don't have much stuff, so what's the deal? Your thoughts?
1: My thoughts are that you uh, won't be around to see the consequences of your uh, improper action. And I think that it's a mistake. And, uh, you know, the reality here is that uh, if you want to distribute your assets, uh, uh, you know, you can do that perhaps by putting your uh, bank account, for example, in joint tenancy. If it's someone you love and trust that won't withdraw the money, you can leave it to them uh, in that fashion. I don't think doing your own will uh, is, the, is the right way. Uh, it, it's it, it's comparable to to uh, you know to fixing your own furnace and dying of gas uh, fumes.
0: No, and your family dying of gas fumes.
1: <laughs> okay, I think you're right, and I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I get your point. Have you been following the Jay Leno story? So he's filed for conservatorship over his wife's estate. She has dementia. Um, can you just talk a little bit about that story?
1: I can, uh, and it's regrettable, you know, the the number of people with dementia is skyrocketing. I think everybody knows uh, someone or has a loved one who seems to be suffering from some form of dementia or memory loss. In the Jay Leno case, uh, Jay has filed for what's called conservatorship, which is the same as, in Illinois, we call it guardianship. And guardianship or conservatorship is a determination that someone lacks the mental capacity to make decisions for themselves. Uh, In Illinois, we divide that decision-making into the ability to make your own financial decisions and the ability to make your own health care decisions. Jay Leno's filed for his wife because she lacks the capacity, the mental capacity, to do an estate plan. And he's going in asking to be appointed uh, guardian or conservator in, in California uh, in order to ask the court to approve an estate plan because she's lost the mental capacity to do it herself. And uh, this is now becoming a, a more common problem, and I would urge all of your listeners to get their planning done okay get your planning done and that means powers of attorney for health care power of attorney for property uh, a will perhaps a, a revocable living trust but consult with an experienced, capable, competent lawyer and get your planning done. Well, what document or property takes place that
0: ensures that the person with dementia is not responsible for their actions? Is that the power of attorney?
1: Is that what that is? That's correct. A power of attorney is a document that you execute while you are mentally competent. And hypothetically, I name you, John, to make all of my financial decisions when I no longer have the mental capacity and or to make all of my health care decisions when I no longer have the mental capacity. And I do that document, and it's seamless. It's literally seamless. You can go into the bank and make banking uh, transactions for me. You can go and get my medical records, things of that nature. There was a story in the New York Times. It was a long podcast, actually, about
0: a woman whose husband had passed. She was an upstanding pillar of the community. She was a member of the school board. She was a homemaker, but... By choice. She was a woman of her age and she didn't pursue a career, but she dressed well every day. She had on nice makeup. She was civically involved. She raised her kids and was very proud of her role in her life. Her husband passes away and now she's falling into dementia. And suddenly, uh, a guy in town who'd been a couple of times married and divorced is living in the. apartment above the garage. He was a friend of the family, but some of the family wasn't crazy about that. And now he's moving in with her. And now she says she's in love and he loves her too. Her estate is valued at $4 million. And when she looks the judge and the daughters in the eye, she said, this is my choice. I love this man but she doesn't seem to act or look like their mom. The house is in disarray. She's wearing blue jeans and a shirt that she would have never otherwise worn. And the daughters see this guy moving in and taking advantage of the situation. One last note about this. One of the daughters did have power of attorney, but it seemed like she was at times quite competent. And here's what she and her new mate said. She likes being divorced of the trappings of her old life. It's nice to just put on a pair of blue jeans, don't worry about your makeup, and not have to scrub the floors all the time. So I want to live this way. What a dilemma for the judge, and what a heartbreak for the kids, because they feel like the mother's being taken advantage of. But in the backdrop of all of this is the mother's wishes, and maybe this really is her choice. She wants to live this way now. She doesn't have to look nice, and be nice anymore. What are your thoughts about that story?
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to open with romance scams are very, very popular and cost older adults, particularly women, millions and millions and millions, and we don't have enough time to add all the millions and zeros. Competent people can make decisions. People who are cognitively impaired always make wrong decisions. Now, I don't know the the capacity determination, the cognitive impairment determination of mom in this case, but in almost every circumstance, we would have mom evaluated by a board-certified psychiatrist to tell us, does mom have the capacity to make this decision, or is her newfound love part of a romance scam seeking to get the money?
0: It's possible that the guy really did have affection for her, and he wasn't in for the money, but he sure was enjoying free rent. So it, it get a load of this. So when the they did what you just said, and two doctors said that she is mentally deficient. But the judge had determined that while the man in her life did not recognize that, didn't appreciate that, was sort of taking advantage of her because he was denying her condition. It's like, dude, she's not in a position to make these decisions which are benefiting you, the daughters did not sufficiently consider what the mom's wishes were. It's not an on-off switch. I have dementia, therefore I have no capacity. It's, it's a general thing. Maybe, in fact, she really consciously uh, did want to live a more relaxed life. It's, it's not a hard line, Carrie.
1: Well, I agree with you. Many of the circumstances like this are gray, John. The reality, though, is at the end of the day, we have to figure out, can mom make this decision? And if mom can make this decision, then, you know, how many people do you know whose kids married women or men that their parents hated? So, but they were competent to make that decision. The, the, and I agree it's a balancing act. Judges are in a tough spot, and often uh, we have doctors who render competing uh, opinions regarding the capacity. So, but these cases uh, are replete with trouble, and virtually every organization, ARP, and the and the like are reporting romance scams on the uptick costing women millions of dollars. Mostly women. Mostly women. So this case notwithstanding,
0: without dwelling on it per se, in general, this sounds like the run-of-the-mill,
1: the guy's taking advantage of somebody with limited mental capacity. Yeah, the, the men are taken advantage of in caregiver slash romance scams, where a, care, a caregiver comes in, and the wife is gone, and dad is demented, and she's, the woman is providing care on a regular daily basis, maybe even 24-7 living, and all of a sudden, you know, love blossoms when she sees his checkbook. So, I mean, th- th- this, is, this is a continuing problem. And, uh, and, and all of the, uh, the aging organizations, uh, Adult Protective Services, the uh, Illinois Supreme Court Commission on Elder Law that I uh, uh, am honored to chair, we are attempting to address all of these issues. And we need uh, a multidisciplinary group of people, doctors, lawyers, and Indian chiefs, so to speak, to help us uh, solve these problems the judge in this case ultimately
0: decided that a friend of the woman's would be the sort of, um, um, I don't know what the word would be, but she would determine what was in the best interest of the mother. And I think the mother had previously said that I would like this friend of mine to um, sort of no, uh, well, I, I not have power of attorney. The daughter did have power of attorney. I, I would think that would be the trump card. That regardless of what the mother is now saying or the live-in boyfriend is now saying,
1: if I have power of attorney, aren't I the arbiter of what's best? Absolutely. That's the ace in the hole. And, and the agent under the power of attorney should be making those decisions.
0: So uh, the daughter had the power of the checkbook too or control of the checkbook. So if this guy was after the money, I presume the daughter could have sequestered the money or not
1: written the checks, right? Yes, absolutely. If you're an agent under a power of attorney for property, which is the management of assets, not just real estate, you have the ability to cut the money off and turn it on. Do these laws differ state by state? In large measure, that is the law state by state. There are differences and nuanced differences, but uh, the concept of an agent under a power of attorney is the same state to state. Is Illinois
0: a pretty good state for laws that protect seniors? I would say that we're pretty good and we can use work, like
1: every other state in the country. Is there an area that you think needs more attention? I think the area that requires attention is uh, older adults having the ability to deny uh, investigations by what we call Adult Protective Services in circumstances like the we're now discussing. Romance scams, caregiver scams, financial exploitation cases. Uh, We in Illinois allow an older adult to say, no, don't come into my house. No, I won't cooperate. And that older adult may be totally demented when they make that decision. We are working on that, and we need to change that. We need to more empower the state
0: to do the investigation anyway. Absolutely. Well, I'm with you on that. Kerry Peck's in our studio. He's an attorney with Peck Ritchie. PeckRitchie.com or 312-201-0900. You ready to answer some questions? Bring them on. What's the difference between power of attorney and durable power of attorney?
1: Uh, there is no difference. The, the, the term uh, really is interchangeable. And, and it, you know, durable is kind of a, a surplusage in conjunction with that.
0: Cognitive ability is not zero or 100% either. Decline occurs over time. Cognition does not deplete overnight, says the listener.
1: What do you say to that? I agree 100%. I think that, that uh, you know we all have watched, again, either uh, family or friends whose cognitive skills diminish over time. What are the advantages of a trust? Advantages of a trust, a uh, revocable living trust. In Illinois, uh, you want to use typically a revocable living trust to avoid probate. Probate is a post-death court proceeding. In Illinois, if you die with assets in excess of $100,000 of any type, In your name alone, the law requires that those assets pass through that post-death court proceeding. Put your assets in a revocable living trust, change the title to those assets, you avoid that post-death probate proceeding. That's different than a will. It's very different, yes.
0: I'd like more information on having my mother sign her house to me in case she needs to go to a nursing home or assisted living how far back do they look when assessing assets
1: typically five years what does that even mean what are they talking about here this, this caller is talking about uh, qualifying mom for medicaid which is a state-funded uh,
0: oh so t- now if i have it's my house not her house then
1: she gets more aid well, if, if, if you do it appropriately, I mean, there are specific rules, regulations, and significant violations of the law. It needs to be done appropriately. You need to consult an experienced elder law attorney that engages in what's called Medicaid planning. Five years.
0: You know what I think we should do is if you are a live-in child caring for an elder and you're not working now, maybe you're retired or maybe you've just decided you're not going to work because you're going to live in and help mom or dad, that you should be compensated for that by the same agencies that would compensate a nursing home or some other home care provider. Do we do that? Could I get a check from Illinois? It'd probably be more economical rather than Putting them in a place where the state is picking up the dime.
1: There are some programs that pay caregivers, uh, usually not a family member. Some exceptions could be made to that, but those programs need some some uh, looking at it as sounds well. Sounds like you're not loving my idea, Kerry Peck. Well, I'm loving your idea. I just, uh, I uh, fundamentally, it's a great idea. But when the rubber hits the road, we're not doing a good job at it. You didn't say it's a great idea, John, at first, and I got a little nervous
0: there. <laughs> this is Sam. You're on WGN. Sam, what can we do for you? Hi, just a quick question. Uh, I have a fully, my dad's uh, up there in age, he has a fully executed will, uh, property, all three tiers of the will, the will, uh, property, and his um, medical. Yeah. So everything's executed, but does it have to be recorded with the state.
1: No, it doesn't have to be recorded with the state, but make sure you don't lose the original will. In Illinois, the presumption is if the will can't be found, it was revoked. Very important. Keep tabs on the original will. And then it's notarized or something? It's going to be notarized. They're all going to be notarized.
0: It's notarized and it's in a lockbox. So that's probably good care. Yeah, I'd say that's a great idea. Great, Sam. Thank you for the phone call. It says, my brother has power of attorney over my 98-year-old father, and I believe he's not doing a good job. Can I do something to take over power of attorney
1: from my brother? You can file a petition to remove your brother as agent under power of attorney uh, in the circuit court in which you, you know, area which you reside, whether it's Cook County or one of the Collar Counties, in the probate court. You need a probate, trust, and estate litigation firm. Peck Ritchie, my law firm, does that kind of work. But if you're, you know, you need to get a petition and a court order to remove your brother. And that sounds like a heavy lift to me. It is a heavy lift you got to prove, how
0: do you prove that your brother's not doing
1: a good job? You have to prove, you have to specifically bring in facts and circumstances that would indicate your brother's not doing a good job. Photographs of the condition
0: of the home or mom's care, bills and receipts, that sort of thing? Yes, and or perhaps evidence of uh, the brother's misuse of money. Yeah, right. So you've got mom's bank account and you can see withdrawals. Right. What if you just think he's doing a lousy job, but you can't document it per se? You've just got a disagreement with them about the level of care they're giving. It sounds like you're going to lose. I agree. Is there a statute of limitations on suing a sibling who blatantly disregarded our deceased father's estate and sold properly property underhanded without a trace? Is there a statute of limitations on suing that sibling?
1: It depends on the circumstances. Uh, if an estate was opened and it's been closed, then, then you hit, you blew your opportunity. Uh, if the estate wasn't opened, uh, you know, depending, again, on the circumstances, could be two years, could be five years, I need a lot more information.
0: This is Carla. You're on WGN with Carrie Peck. Hi, Carla.
1: Yes, hi. How are you? Good. Good. I'm, just, I'm calling with uh, something that I experienced, and I was just curious um, if there's something that can be set in motion to prevent this. I had a sibling that disagreed with how I was handling my mother's finances, and she went to another attorney and then with my mother and tried to set up POA in her name, disregarding that there was already one set up. The attorney had no idea that there was already one set up in my name. Is there, is there any plan to have a national database that you are able to see that POA is listed for that particular individual. Right,
0: so that other attorney wouldn't have even taken the case when he found out that you already had power of attorney. Is that what you're suggesting, Carla?
1: Um, he Luckily, he knew the attorney that my mother had and was aware, plus also my mother was suffering from dementia and this attorney was not comfortable, but we did find out that there are people out there that will then open up another POA in, could have been in my sister's name, and then there would have been a court battle. Yeah, I suppose first come, first serve. But in general, what do you say about that? Well, Carla, it's a a continuing problem. There's no uh, national database. And, uh, you know, we see this circumstance a lot where older adults are taken lawyer to lawyer by different children. uh, And there's no easy answer to that. Uh, I'm thrilled that the second lawyer realized mom was demented and wouldn't do the work. Shame, though, that the two daughters lawyered up, right? It's
0: probably not uncommon, though, that there's competing, if not interests, at least attitudes. Very very common. Yeah. Carrie, we're out of time. John, great show. Thank you. It goes quickly, doesn't it? It certainly does. Uh, the show will continue, but it's moving to his offices now. You can call. That consultation is free, at least the initial one, 312 or click on Peck. Richie.com. That's elder law attorney Kerry Peck. Come visit us again. Thank you, John.